Thanksgiving. The Bible tells us that Thanksgiving is something we are to be constantly a part of. The book of 1 Chronicles chapter 16 says, Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon His name, make known His deeds among the people. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, and His love endures forever. The psalmist tells us in chapter 9, I give thanks to the Lord. With my whole heart I will recount all your wonderful deeds. You turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy that I might sing to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks forever. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be on my lips. I will praise God's name in song and glorify Him with thanksgiving. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving and extol Him with music and song. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to His holy name. This week, most of you know, or many of you know, and some of you participated in the homegoing of Kyle Clark. As a matter of fact, his family was here last hour. And uh, Kyle, of course, has been an active member of our church for the last three and a half years and volunteered in our preschool. His family has been very involved. And, uh, but it, it's a sad occasion, but it was also a time of celebration because Kyle was ready to go. Kyle had been dealing with brain cancer for the last six years, had lost many of his physical faculties as well as socially, uh, not able to communicate in many ways, not able to drive, not able to work, uh, not able to do a lot of the things that you and I are able to do. But he did this. Even without the ability to speak, he was able to give praise and thanksgiving to God. He was a spirit of joy. Matter of fact, his family, I think we have a picture of them as you continue to pray for them. Uh, let me tell you this. If Kyle were with us this morning, he would be praising God. If he could sing, if he could speak, he would use this opportunity to give praise and thanks living. What will you do? This is a time to give thanks. Not to just remember, but to rejoice. Not in the things that we don't have and the things that have not happened like we wish, but in what God has done in what He is doing and in what He will do. The Bible tells us in first Corinthians or excuse me in second Corinthians, for all things are for your sake, that the abundant grace might, through the thanksgiving of many, rebound to the glory of God, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God rooted and built up in him and established in faith as you have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving for every creature of God is good and nothing is to be refused if it is to be received with thanksgiving. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving and extol Him with music and song. Let us enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with 
praise. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. This week, uh, as the events unturned, uh, as many of you, again, I, I spoke of earlier, uh, know that we had the home going for Kyle Clark. Uh, his wife called me on Wednesday before the funeral and said, Hey, I want you to be aware of one thing that he had marked in his Bible, one sticky note that was in his Bible. Uh, he's not been able to read for four or five years now, but uh, there's a sticky note that was pro- probably been in there for a while, and it had uh, one chapter on there, and it was Isaiah 38. And so Isaiah 38 is about a guy named Hezekiah, the most righteous king of Judah. And Hezekiah was a man that the Scripture tells us walked humbly before God Almighty. But in chapter 38, he's given the word that Hezekiah, you're going to die. You have a terminal illness and your days are numbered. Get your house in order. Get yourself ready. And the Bible says that Hezekiah cried out to God and said, Oh Lord, you know that I have walked humbly before you. And I ask that you extend my days, that you extend life. And God heard his prayer and extended his days. Not permanently, but extended years on to his life. And as we read that chapter, what we find is this, that he did it so that God might use him to bring praise to him. He did it so that he might bring praise and glory to God Almighty. That's the reason that He's extended each of our days today. That we might praise Him and bring Him glory. Lord, we thank You that You are faithful and that You will continue to be faithful regardless of our circumstances. And so, Lord, we give You praise and thanksgiving for who You've been, for who You are, and for who You will be. And God, I pray this morning, as we look at Your Word, that You would revive our hearts to be spiritual beings of thanksgiving. And we ask all these things according to Your riches and glory through the wonderful name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 16. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. Here's a Thanksgiving recipe for us this morning. Just a few short words that help us to sum up a spirit of thanksgiving. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will in you in Christ Jesus. Let me read it one more time. Be joyful always. Pray continually. And if you ever wondered what the will of God is, here it is right here for you. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Joyful. Making a choice that regardless of life's circumstances, regardless of where we are, regardless of the pain that we're feeling. It's not a denial of pain. It's not a denial of difficult circumstances, but it's a choice of joy. 
It's a choice in the sense that we understand joy is believing with ultimate hope that God is working and redeeming the events that are occurring in our life. That I can find joy in knowing that God's providence is at work. That He is moving. That He is a part of my life. That He is working those fragmented pieces of puzzle and placing them together as we go through the journey of life. To choose to understand that God is moving. That He is there. That is a spirit of joy. It's not necessarily happiness. It's not necessarily a spirit of euphoria. It's a spirit of understanding that God is at work. To be prayerful, not just to verbalize prayer, but to live in a spirit of prayer. A spirit in which I communicate to Him And when I'm not communicating, I'm listening to Him. I'm listening to the nudges of the Holy Spirit. I'm listening to the voice of God as He convicts and as He leads. And I'm willing to say yes before the question is posed. A spirit of prayerfulness and a spirit of thanksgiving, of thankfulness. Being grateful and thankful for all that God has done and all that He has provided. I was reading a study by Charles Scottis this this week, and he's a noted psychiatrist, and he has done a just a, an enormous amount of research on the power of Thanksgiving. And this is a completely secular study, but he's found that people who just simply engage in the act of thank you overall are generally happier are healthier and more successful in life simply by those who state that word more than the average person, simply by saying thank you on a consistent basis. That's a prescription that God Almighty has already given to us in His Word to be thankful for what we have. Not to be focused on what we don't or what has not gone our way, but what God has given, what He is in the process of giving, and what He will give. Being joyful, being prayerful, being thankful. Well, what happens when I live out this spirit of thanksgiving? Well, I'm glad you asked. If you turn your Bible to Hebrews, Hebrews, the book right before James, chapter 10, a familiar passage of Scripture beginning with the 23rd verse. This is what the Bible tells us. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for He who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another all the more as you see the day approaching as we give thanks as we are thankful and grateful it inspires others nothing is a greater tool of evangelism than when people see your faith being real when they see you giving praise and thanks 
regardless of what your circumstances is. When you recognize the fact in reality that God is at work, and though I may not feel it or see it or understand it, I believe that God is moving, that He is working, and I still choose to praise Him. Number two, it is a witness to the world. The Bible tells us in Matthew 5.16, Let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and glorify the Father in heaven. It is a witness. It is an outreach to the world. And number three, as we learn to give thanks, contentment. Chapter 4 of the book of Philippians, verse 6 and 7, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. With everything, give thanks and let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding... Here's a big word. Transcends all understanding. The peace of God. We wonder, how does that peace come? How, does that, how is that to be understood? The Bible tells us that when we are in a spirit of prayer and thanksgiving, that God transcends our human nature of understanding. Our natural inclination to understand things with our own physical eyes. And that we, when requested and believe and trust, can see through the spiritual eyes, though we may not physically see, nor understand, nor feel, we can be superimposed with a spiritual and a divine understanding from God Almighty through a spirit of thanksgiving. Does that mean I know the answer? Does that mean I can tell why? Maybe not, not necessarily so, but I can know this. I call Him faithful. I know that He is working. I know that I can trust Him with my life. I know that I can trust Him with my thanksgiving because He is putting the pieces together. Some of you are here today and you may think, you know, I was given a glass in life, and it seemed like my glass was almost full. But it seems that life through the divine providence of God has begun to pour out more and more of my life. And some of you may feel like the reservoir in your glass today is getting mighty small. I think of my friend Kyle, and I think of how he could not any longer really speak, how he could not really even sing as we sing or read, or drive, or go to work, or earn money. But yet, he chose to serve. When all those faculties were gone, when the water had all been poured out of his glass, and there was nothing left but Jesus. There's a picture of the peace that transcends understanding. It doesn't make sense to know that though our lives may be extended... All the things that most of us deem important are stripped away. And that was true for him outside of his family itself. It was all stripped away. 
And yet he found a way to give praise, to give thanks. Matter of fact, this is the way I'll always remember him. I remember coming over here at Easter, and this is well into the brain cancer. Two brain surgeries removed large portions of his brain. And he's not, he can't even walk well, and he's got kids on his back. And I said, what are you all doing? Well, he's the donkey for, uh, for, the, for the, little, the little play that we're doing here in class. And so these kids, who are not his, by the way, were riding around on his back. There's a picture of when everything's been stripped away and all that's left is Jesus. There's a picture of thanksgiving. What about you this morning? With what God has given, how are you choosing to give thanks and to praise Him? Let's pray. Father, I thank You that while we were still sinners, You died for us. And I thank You, God, that it is not dependent upon our circumstances whether we can give You thanks, whether we can give You praise. We can do that in the midst of our most difficult suffering or on the best day of our life. On days where we feel like there's not much left to live for to days where we recognize the beauty of life, we can still choose to praise You and to give You thanks. To give You thanks for the past, to even give You thanks for the present, and to give You thanks for the future. God, I pray that we would take the days that have been extended to us and make them opportunities to give You praise. For it is the purpose for which we were created. And today we give You thanks. In the name of Jesus, we praise You. Amen.